0: It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. Hello and welcome again to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I'm Paul, and I'm joined by Connor. And today we have a—I don't know if we we're going to say special guest because it's—is uh, it? I don't know. Are you special though? I—I I don't know. We're all that mustache is special. That's what that I, mustache yeah, is special. Uh, for those yeah. of you that follow the Instagram page, you have seen TCAP join several lives late at night because he's on the West Coast, and I'm usually have a nice buzz by then. I really almost felt like inviting Amanda to this just to like throw it for a loop, so it would feel like a live, but. What up, Tony?
1: Keep keep the gang together.
0: Yeah, yeah. thanks for uh, having me on, dude. Keep make it make it real weird. Like we're gonna make it weird. Like yes. let's make it real weird, right? Like getting yeah. on the show and everything. She can't. Full, full, full She's Canadian, mess. so bourbon across America would be nope. a total failure if yeah. it was
1: false advertising. Wouldn't work. Bourbon across Canada. Bourbon across North America just doesn't have the same ring.
0: No. <laughs> that's the american point. flag behind me mm-hmm. although i'm pretty sure she'd give anything to be an american i'm pretty sure in her heart she's american so maybe that counts most people would it's like
2: 30 people in canada it doesn't count
0: 30 <laughs> yeah i wish
2: what a they're animal is a beaver is it really <laughs> you mean i think it, so is it a state Probably. animal
0: or is it a country is it the?
2: or a country animal yeah as
0: a beaver country uh, the official animal of Canada.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah <it's laughs>
0: and their whiskey nope. su- and their whiskey sucks too. So sure it uh, does. Have you ever had good Canadian whiskey, Tony? There isn't one.
1: Is there? I haven't had one. I mean I don't I haven't jumped in. I'm sure they're they're out there, but I've not uh, I've not jumped in.
0: Crossing maybe. No. Nope.
1: No, there's okay. there's
2: good. There's a certain lot forty releases that I've had in, in you know, actually fairly recently that were good. But I haven't had anything else good from Canada besides yeah. Crown Royal. Fuck yeah. you! No, <laughs> That's absolutely That's not. Oh, no, absolutely! Get- <laughs> all right, I will see myself out. Oh, all right, <laughs> yeah. Seeing on here on the
0: Zoom, click remove. Oh, oh <laughs> and then there, were two. God. there goes Connor. Ah what shit! The- oh,
2: what a! I can't. I love him. No Crown Royal and Coke is was a go to of mine when I was a- when I was younger though. Crown Royal and Coke was a go-to of mine when I was younger, though. Tony, I'm I'm in the mood in the market for a new co-host. You <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: at,
1: least, at least when we were talking about what we were drinking, you didn't pull out a purple bag and be like, well, I got the top shelf.
0: If he yeah, if he would have yeah. done that, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have yeah. I, I would have been in too much shock. But at that moment, I would have known <laughs> I was getting screwed with. I, I there was I, I would literally be oh, been yeah. like, there is no way this is real life.
2: I I'm should i going to do that now. Tony, you just gave me a great idea. I'm going to one of these days. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I got the top shelf. Uh, old number seven is what they call it in the whiskey world. And, yep.
1: yeah. and It's right next to the Crown Royale. The Crown Royale. Crown Royale. Yes. Yep. You got to really, uh, you got to do up the classiness.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Pinky out when you drink it. Yeah. 100%. Pinky out.
0: The, name, the name's Douche. Connor Douche. <laughs> I, I drink the Crown Royale. 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 <laughs> uh,
2: I'm gonna change my already, Instagram
0: handle that. This already sounds like an episode of Barstool right now. I'm just letting. You That's know. all right.
2: Yeah. Why not? Connor douche. Connor douche. <laughs> the douche is loose. <laughs> the douche. The douche. Uh. Do you
0: have you seen Parks Parks and Rec? Uh, no. We've, we we talked.
1: This is like the third show we've talked about, and I've not been yeah. to any of them. Game of Thrones. I've, I've heard it's great. It is I'm very particular.
0: All right, Tony, well, tell people about who you are and what you do and all that shit since we can't talk about TV with you.
1: We can't just watch some uh we'll talk about some ones that are We'll talk good.
0: about the Andy Griffith show. All right. There there you go. That's something I'm sure you've seen.
1: Let's talk about like New Girl or uh <laughs> some
0: you, did New you girl. I'm a fan <laughs> oh God.
1: I'm, I'm a fan. I know because listen. Friends was my era, so like it's the Friends, How I Met Your Mother, New Girl
2: like transition. Zoe Chanel is. is one of the best actresses out right now. Okay,
1: I, I mean, I want to, I want to hang out with Nick. What can I say? She was great in Elf.
2: Yeah,
0: and uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I know both of you right now.
2: I'm not, not I'm very... I'm being sarcastic, Paul. I want you to know. I'm that. not. I'm not <laughs> tremendous actress.
1: No problem saying that.
2: I respect it.
0: Tell us your, bo- your bio, handlebar motherfucker.
1: Yeah, uh, the bio is uh, I like uh, I like drinking bourbon and, uh, and 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 Irish whiskey. Those are my uh, my my guys, my favorite go tos. Um, I coach baseball, and uh, so my I have a podcast. And I talk about bourbon and baseball. Uh, they're fun to talk about while while drinking bourbon. Um,
0: so
2: yeah, American, that's
1: it. yeah, it's it's my favorite. Not as American
2: Thanks. as it gets.
0: That was the most boring bio of, of anybody that's ever across <laughs> America so far. I,
1: I'm so bad about talk. I can't talk about myself. I feel like a total dork. Like it's not it's I, I literally I, that's it. I coach baseball. I have two French Bulldogs. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. That's me. I watch shows that you don't watch
0: Um, like New Girl,
1: like New Girl. Yeah. yeah. yeah the well.
0: Office. Have you ever watched The Office? Yeah, like 19 times. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I've watched the right, Office. Bears, Beats, okay. eat, Beats. Battlestar I
2: watch. I watch New Girl. I watch The Office, and I watch My Six Hundred Pound Life.
1: <laughs>
2: That's <are the> it three.
1: <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> uh, Blacklist. I want Blacklist. Love that one. I, I, I got. I got out of Blacklist. Oh, I love it. Huge fan. Yeah.
2: Pro Ooh, tip: If you ever, if if you ever are going to get into Six Hundred Pound Life, and I haven't, but my dad used to watch it, and I walked in to the where when he was watching it and i was eating mashed potatoes and they were doing a surgery scene so they were sucking out all this fat and it looked like mashed potatoes so the moral of the story is don't eat mashed potatoes while you're watching 600 pound life
1: and you you could probably skip doc, dr pimple popper for the mashed potatoes as well
0: yeah you sure can don't this
2: watch the show that. is already
0: taking a fucked up <laughs> turn like I'm- not even remotely on on target
1: you want to go back you want to talk more about me would that be helpful
0: no i don't even want to talk about you now you pasty ass fuck no i want you to tell us what what got you what got you into whiskey
1: um i mean i think like everybody else like college you know like you start you start to drink um you know like dave's whiskey in a plastic you know two gallon bottle on on the bottom shelf Um, because it's there and it's cheap and you know, you're in college. So
0: that was an actual different answer than what most people said. So, oh, well, there
1: it is. Yeah. It started in college. I liked it. Um, Made me feel handsome, and so I drank it.
0: And, uh, <laughs> wow, you had to be you really know. drunk for you to feel that.
2: Well, <laughs> that <laughs> is <laughs> that is so much different than anything anyone has ever said on Bourbon Across. <laughs> what what's the
1: common answer? Like, what do people normally say?
2: Uh, I the first time I college. drank whiskey
0: was in college. It was like Jack Daniels or Jim Beam, and I puked. And it was can't believe that I went back to it. Meanwhile, yeah, I mean, Tony over here is like, I got the cheapest bottle. Bottle yeah. of something plastic it makes me feel drank, like Derek Zoolander. I, I drank Derek. it and I was giving blue steel to everyone. That <laughs> but, I, yeah,
1: I, um, okay, so yeah, we go, we, you know, you go to the cheap stuff and yeah, every once in a while, like you, you throw in some Jack or Jim. Or um, but that was really it. I mean, this is like, this was 1999. Um, I was just not into it. I wasn't We're gonna party like same. it's 1999. Hope you enjoyed your moment. Um, but I uh yeah, we go
0: we'd go cheap and that was it. It didn't so, make um, me feel pretty though, if that's what it meant. Anyway, not one bit.
2: Um, I drank whiskey because it made me feel handsome. I yeah. still drink whiskey because it makes me feel handsome.
1: So I agree with you. We, we all do. And uh yeah, yeah like I am have, handsome. You, I don't need to
0: feel handsome. Well uh, well, well yeah.
1: Um yeah. but yeah, so then the, my my only one I would never go back to was one one bad incident was uh, Southern Comfort um uh, you know in the dorms not not a i can, still can't smell it but um mm. yeah that was it just drink cheap whiskey and then you start to get a little bit older and drink a little bit better whiskey and you know like jack and coke was kind of the go-to standard um and then just kind of started to uh experiment with some other ones and just started to really like it and mm. that's kind of how i uh i kind of started to grow my collection and try to try to try out some different ones from different areas and like see what this whole thing is all about. But I, I think I started a little bit later in life, like getting after it. Um, I'm 41 now. So it's only been about, you know, maybe five years or so that I've been like more into it. So um, yeah. I think I started a little bit, a little bit later than you folks. um, But it's, I, I definitely think that now it's, it's more, I, I think I enjoy it a little bit more. I definitely got into like the craft beers for a little bit because like I stopped drinking Bud lights and, you know, Coors lights, whatever, because you know, you drink 700 of them and you're fine. You're just hydrated. And okay. so I started drinking so like, you
0: got to pee a lot.
1: Yeah, that's it. You know, but you're, you're healthy. Um, so I would drink like, you know, the IPAs. And then I realized after two IPAs, I turned into a psychopath. So I'm like, I'm never drinking those again. Um, so now I'm just, I'm not in on IPAs or any of those, those things. But hmm. um, yeah, that's it.
0: How, that's your- um, how do you think whiskey and baseball actually correlates is there a big presence in a clubhouse with with whiskey?
1: It was always kind of like the beer. Beer was always the big one. You know, mm-hmm. like after a game, I mean, again, you're, you're playing a lot of like hot areas, hot environments. And like after a game, sitting down having a cold beer was always really nice. Um, and I think as a player, that's probably still the go-to that you're going to sit down and, and have a cold beer after you just played nine innings and it's it's hot and you're sweaty and you just don't want to go get in the shower yet and you sit down and have a cold beer. It's totally understandable. Um, but I think from like a coaching perspective, once you know the game's over and you're sitting down, you're unwinding, and you're kind of going over what you know, recapping what happened. Um, for me, I'd rather sit down and have have a little bit of whiskey and kind of slow myself down because if I have a beer, it's cold and it goes down a little bit too easy. I'm gonna have another one. Um, mm-hmm. and I can kind of slow down and just enjoy the whiskey. So that for me is like why I, I enjoy the whiskey. And I, I do know that there's a lot of players throughout the minor leagues that are like getting into it and starting to have more of a, like a social media presence um, yep. because they're it's available. There a lot of times they're in areas that it's accessible. Um, and there's a, uh, there's a lot of good, like especially craft distilleries that guys can go, go visit in small towns when they're out playing that mm-hmm. uh, with their, with their presence on social media, they get to kind of get the word out. So it really works both ways.
0: It's, it's interesting you say that because Yeah, obviously, craft distilleries are starting to to take a big turn, you know, up and a lot of people are starting to really get more into the into that side of what whiskey is and not just into, you know, some of the big boy players that are out there. Mm -hmm. The the thing that didn't really kind of click, obviously, from the minor league standpoint, you know, you're on the road, you are going to a lot of these small towns, Mm -hmm. but there's there's opportunity between games, right? Like you're not like at the field 24 seven.
1: No, the the players players will like, get themselves into their own routine um you know they'll have like their time that they have to be there by um but for the most part guys have like their routines so some of them like to get there early some of them like to get there you know a little bit later and some depends on what happened the night before you know you've a late late night game go extra innings you know you're not going to get there as early the next day cuz you're drained from the night before um we the coaches don't really have that luxury like we have to get there early to get we we want to make sure everything's ready for the players. Like the last thing we really ever want is um, for something that the players need is not ready for them uh, or that we're just not prepared. Uh, we don't have information ready for them that they need in order to uh, like analyze what happened in the, the game before, or what's been, what's been going on like recently, like recent trends. Uh, and then also having like data information ready for uh, them to see what, what we're going to be facing that night and throughout like the upcoming series. So Uh, we're still getting there pretty early from, from a coaching perspective. So it's a, it's a late night and and fairly early morning. So those off days are definitely, you know, well, uh, well received when we, when we get the opportunity to, to get that day off, because that kind of gives us a chance to catch up on things and and actually get away from the field for a little bit.
0: What is your favorite clubhouse whiskey moment?
1: So we had, it was always kind of a thing, like all these guys were, this past year, um, I love I love coffee as well. I'm, I like coffee and whiskey. So I could like sit down and walk, walk guys through coffee. So I brought out like my Chemex and French press and AeroPress and all these different things with some beans and we just made them in different ways. So we did that. And then afterwards we went through the same thing with some whiskey. And I brought a bottle of Equal Rare and a lot of guys had like heard of it, but they never had it before. And it's, it's actually pretty accessible here. Um, and then I brought a bottle of uh, the Blue Note Juke Joint. Mm-hmm. And guys nice. were stoked on it. They really, really enjoyed that. And they're like, where'd you, where you get this? Like, I really want to try this again. Um, but I think once they slow down and like kind of got to enjoy it a little bit and start talking about it, it just brings up more conversations. And then, you know, some guys like, oh, I remember stealing my, my grandpa's whiskey when I was a little kid and trying to sip. And like, I thought I was going to choke and then like the stories start coming out and it's just, it, it leads to a good time. And, you know, you spend so much time together, like in the clubhouse, uh, with the other coaches that when you get a chance to kind of open up a bottle and break it down, like it's, it's a cool, like dude moment um, mm-hmm. where you can really in, just enjoy it. And then also mm-hmm. when, when you have that, like for me, the interest in, in bourbon, uh, maybe other guys don't have like the same level of interest, but they like it. Uh, At least they start talking through it a little bit and like what they're getting out of it. And, and uh, it makes for a lot of fun, I think.
2: Yeah. So what's, you mentioned like on off days, you look forward to just, you know, relaxing, not having anything to worry about. What are the bottles that you're reaching for on like a day you have a day to yourself? You know, you don't have any baseball responsibilities for the most part. What are you reaching for at, at you know to like at night that day? What 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 are your go tos that you're that you're typically drinking?
1: So. I've definitely got in. I, so it was really funny. When, like when I started my podcast, it was more or less because like, okay, so no, this is no offense to anybody that has a, like a bourbon podcast by any means, but, um, they're going over bottles that, you know, there was two made in 1943, one signed by Jesus. Like, I'm not getting that <laughs> bottle. Like, you know
0: what I mean? You clearly <laughs> never listened to our show, yeah. but,
1: but just, oh,
0: but overall, like there are a lot of bourbon yeah. Yeah, that you, are going after did. some
1: ridiculously bo- like rare bottles that most people are never We
0: walk buy. the line of being a bourbon podcast sometimes, right? Like we don't yeah, necessarily we always talk whiskey. We sometimes just drink whiskey and talk shit.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Right? But
0: I mean, I oh. think that's what whiskey is though, right? Like it is. how often are you getting, how often are most people like your average person getting together with and talking about, Oh, and this is like, we do stuff and we cover that, but shit, like what, yeah. when do people like us get together and drink and not just get together, drink and, and talk shit.
1: You're, yeah. you're right. Like, if we were all in person, we'd be, we'd crack open a bottle and be like, oh, I really like this. And then we'd probably the talk would about die. something else real quick. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, so I think that was kind of my thing was I, I didn't want to talk about like bottles that I'm never going to get my hands on or mm-hmm. people that I know are never going to get my hands on. It was more it's about It's cool.
0: It's cool to an extent, right? Like, if you it have is. it, you could talk about it. But sure. it's like, it, it, and to educate the person about the, the juice, but more yeah. people are going to get like freaking four rows of small batch select than our sure. Pappy 15. Or- 100%. Or, you know, some, like you said, some old dusty from 1967.
1: Yeah. And it's cool. And like, I want to drink it and I want to try it and everything. And I'd love to talk about it. But the majority of people, like, again, at your average like bourbon fans, they want to know if I go to a grocery store, like, what can I walk in and buy? That's not garbage, like not something on the bottom shelf made of plastic that we drank in Reno in 1999. Like, what's a decent bottle that you can get for, for a good price? And, right. and talk about those. Well, In doing that, I started realizing that with as much as many guys that I knew that were out on the road in some different areas. Now that like kind of boomed up the craft thing and started talking to some of the craft distilleries. So that for me was like what got me into the craft distilleries was just Mm -hmm. knowing that we had guys all over the country um, in all these different areas that are really close to, I mean, a lot of different spots. We had, you know, guys that are playing out in Tennessee and they're five minutes away from King's Family Distillery and have no idea it's there. You know, and then they go pick it up and they love it, or Blue Note, or anywhere, any you know, any anything. Um, but I, but that was kind of my 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 goal was to talk about like the readily available bottles, um, and then it turned into like some of the craft distilleries. So for me personally, um, I like if I'm going to go with a distillery myself, uh, I, I tend to gravitate towards Wild Turkey. Um, I love Wild Turkey 101, Russell's Reserve, uh, Ten years, is my go-to. Like that's my favorite every day. Um, I don't. I'm I have get Matthew
0: McConaughey on the show, please.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Um. I've heard what we look alike, but I would get the like <laughs> you. Had, you
0: heard. You heard fucking wrong.
1: That's uh, a. Oh, I've seen him with somebody else. Um. So like yeah, I, I would. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Brad Pitt.
2: I'm sorry. Yeah.
1: Was, <laughs> it was one of those actors. Um. But I tried, the, I've tried. I've tried the 13. I've not. I've not got a bottle of it yet. Um. I actually did my first like overnight camping deal the other night to try to get some bottles. And, uh, there was some, <laughs> some tomfoolery going on that led to, uh, not getting exactly what I wanted, but I was very happy with my backup. Um, uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I'm going to most likely reach towards, uh, something from, from wild Turkey, like the one one and the 10 year. Uh, I love them. I love rare breed. Um, yeah, my absolute favorite, I think of all time was the, uh, master's keep 17 year bottled and bond like
0: absolutely that's surprising because almost Uh, universally you know i could say that better universally it's weird right uh a lot of people said they didn't like that bottle now i will tell you have you had one yet i've not no (laughs) wow yeah that bottle right there is pretty freaking good is it yeah oh yeah one is unreal one (laughs) one is by far the best i've ever had is that yeah, the from, toasted? From,
1: it's toasted, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's the first wild turkey toasted barrel. <laughs> so that is by far the best master's keep I've had. Interesting. Yeah, I, I got to find I walked into Total Wine. I was just like going to the gym on Saturday morning. I was like, oh, I'm early. Total Wine opens in three minutes, pulled in the parking lot. There was like eight people out there, walked in and they had them. They were just handing them out. And I was like, there good you time go. in the day. I in.
1: Mean, yeah. You
0: know, that's, and that's how it is. It's delicious. It's, it's, it's so good.
1: I, I really want to try that the the 17 year. I think I liked it because it was super like it still had that wild turkey taste that, mm-hmm. that I feel like is pretty consistent, um, but it added like a really oaky note that I loved. I, I just thought it was super unique. Um, I can see where people that aren't fans are like, would be kind of off put by that. Uh, I just, I loved it. I, I found it to be really, really good.
0: Mm. Yeah. So before you got into wild turkey. Mm-hmm. Was there something? Like, how did you get into wild turkey? I guess is a better question. You know, what led you down that path to that? That's kind of your go-to.
1: I think it was like trying, um, trying like different bottles that were always available, and mm-hmm. and so, and I actually hadn't had one hundred and one, um, until like not that really not that long ago, probably just a couple of years, and I I had actually I had rare breed, and I loved rare breed. Yeah. Um, and it was weird because like talking like higher proof, like readily available ones. Again, mm-hmm. like I know that I'm in the, um, the minority on this one, but I really didn't care at first for, uh, the old Forester 1920. I didn't love it. It took me like half the bottle before I really enjoyed it. And I like the 1910 yeah. a lot more. Um, I think, I don't know if I'm just gravitating more towards like some of the toasted b- b- uh, barrels, but I definitely, I liked the 1920 as I got more into the bottle. Um, right. so I was like kind of looking for like a higher proof, um, that you could find because like Elijah Craig, it's just, you don't really find it all the time. Um, mm-hmm. and I actually prefer the larceny barrel proof to the Elijah Craig barrel proof. So I got, like, when I got, when I started getting the, uh, the rare breed, I'm like, this is super good. And somebody else was like, you've got to try more wild Turkey stuff. And I already had the, the Russell's reserve 10. I love that a couple of single barrels. and I love those. Um and the one on one for like nineteen bucks I'm like okay there's there's my my go to like every day I mean that's that's yeah. good stuff, um but it kind of became it was just that that trial and error of, of figuring out like what's on the shelf, um uh, I love Elijah Craig, um Larson fine like in terms of readily available stuff, um but yeah if I'm but but typically it's gonna be stuff from Wild Turkey for me.
0: Have you been to Wild Turkey?
1: I've never I've never been to any distilleries out that way. I've been to Ireland and done a couple of the, the Irish whiskey ones out there, but never been to like Kentucky, Louisiana or uh Kentucky, Tennessee and done done anything out that way.
0: So that'll change this year. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. But again, I like I do like it's, it's weird. Like I, I like I like some of the stuff for makers. Um I don't love like makers mark, but I love some of like the wood finished.
0: Um I really like the one on one series
1: I, I, I like the 101 I, and i really like the 46 or the uh uh the casks not the regular cask strength is it the
2: 46 cask strength
1: yeah the 46 cask strength yeah, i really like that it's good one. stuff yeah but i don't like the regular <laughs> cask strength um <laughs> so i don't know just it's kind of hit or miss and that's where i think it's fun because like everybody likes what they like and it's it's more you start to get like yep. it, it turns into like this just ridiculous uh state of you know, bourbon drinking where, where people are talking about, well, that's not any good. It's like, well, it is good. If I'm drinking it and paying for it, it is good. And I like it. So shut up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. It, it, it's starting to get that way. I think when yeah. everyone first starts in whiskey hunting, you yeah. know, you're looking for those super rare things, but now, like, I, I mean, even, even now being into this for so long, you you start to migrate away from it because it's not worth the money. You know, I mean, just like what we talked about, Early times bottled and bonnet, twenty seven bucks. Yeah. I am going to take that over a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's delicious. And it's twenty and yeah. it's and it's a full liter.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's delicious. And and again, like why do you are not going to go reach up to your best stuff every day? And and I actually like right. I started finding myself like being guilty of it, where I am drinking like you know have have one or two at night, like after after my day is over, and you know I am reaching for like sixty seventy five dollars bottles. I am like I can't do that. Like those are going to be gone too quick. You know, I want right. to find something yeah. that's like cheaper, that's available. That if I run out of, I'm going to run over to the grocery store and pick up another one. Um, yeah. and and I, and I wish that Early Times Baldwin Bond was more available because I think that's I think it's the
0: best out there, really. It, it's mm. it's getting easier to find in Kentucky again. The yes. the the thing I would tell people that if you travel overseas at all, those duty free stores, check them out; they're worth it. Yeah. You might find some stuff like every time I go over to England. I stop in duty free because I can get a bottle of, I can get a bottle of like rare breed for 30 bucks and take over there. And that's just that. And I'll sip on that bottle for the whole like five or six days that I'm over. If I don't finish it, Mm -hmm. I can, you know, I can leave it there and I'm not feeling completely guilty that I overspent for, for a bottle of whiskey. So it's, it's, it's really cool in that kind of respect that you can find that. But I think the, no, the number one thing that, People need to start doing in the in the whiskey community especially the newbies is like education on what you should and shouldn't spend because unless people start really unless people really start realizing the secondary market is a fucking joke and and these bottles are not worth what you're paying for them it's it's gonna start hurting and and i think i think whiskey eventually is going to pay a price at some point with how expensive their bottles are because something else will be a fad and people will navigate away from whiskey because it's just not approachable for a lot of people, you know. I, I I'm not saying there's not a lot of approachable bottles, but the conception of whiskey is that it's a it's a rich person's spirit when it really isn't and it shouldn't be. And and right.
1: also like like ultimately, and I think this is going to be like so not well taken, but like ultimately the like best case scenario and I don't care who's like I, like again, I don't care like how this comes off, but ultimately like it's bourbon and it's going to be good. And you're going to spend a lot of money and it's going to be good bourbon. And there is probably more of a like shelf appeal of, Hey, check out my, you know, Eagle rare 17 and I bought it for, you know, $800. Um, and at the end of the day, it's good bourbon and it tastes good, but if there is a bigger, like cool factor of having it on your shelf. Than there is for most people drinking it. And unless you have like a, a determined occasion that you're going to drink it for, like, Hey, you're having a kid and you're going to drink it when you have a kid or a wedding or, you know, something like that. I mean, again, at the end of the day, like it's going to be really good bourbon and some (laughs) people are willing to break the bank for it and to have it on their shelf and may never even open it. Unfortunately.
2: Half yeah, I was gonna say half of those people are never gonna open that bottle too. No. Half the people you see, they have the entire antique collection. None of them are open. They have every single special release of E.H. UH Taylor, none of them are opened. And to be honest, to me, I love a good bourbon. Like I mm-hmm. the Stag Jr. behind me, I love I love it. And I opened it as soon as I got it. Okay. You know, other releases, I love them. But to me, a bourbon or a whiskey in general tastes better. If it's, if I know I can go down the street and get it again, if I know it's, it's fairly priced and I didn't break the bank on it. If I had spent $250, $300 on, on a stag junior, I, it would taste the same, but it wouldn't taste as good to me because it's like, man, I just spent 300 bucks on this. Whereas with a rare breed, I can go and get it for 40 bucks. And it's like is it that much different like it's different but is it that much different so a lot of times like if you're paying a lot for a bottle it just doesn't taste as good to me and had, my, unless, were- it, unless it's somebody else's bottle and they're just yeah. giving you a pour then it's awesome look there are there
0: you can't there are there is expensive whiskey that's good
2: for right? sure like, no whiskey that no doubt
0: it, the thing that i would tell everyone though is like go and like go to a bar and you might spend 30 bucks a pour but go try it before right. you buy a bottle or think like, oh, I, I need like I'll be honest, like I got Kentucky Par uh as a kind of like a free trial pour, like try this. And I'm really glad I didn't spend hundred and twelve bucks a bottle because I would have been really right. pissed off. There there's bottles, right? And I'm sure Tony's done it. I'm sure Connor, you've done it where you've bought an expensive bottle. You've gone home, you've tried it, and you're like, why the fuck did I spend that money on this mm-hmm. bottle? There's no 100%. there's no reason why I should have done that.
2: I spent the first time I bought a Colonel H. Taylor, I spent small batch, I spent eighty bucks on it because I just wanted uh, it you suck yep and and listen i love it i've got two other bottles now i paid like 40 bucks for but that first time you know 80 i think it was like seventy nine ninety nine, yeah right around there and i was so happy and i tried i was like this is great but it's like shit 80 bucks i know people are getting this for 40 45 bucks and that does play a difference in how it it tastes correct for sure because i've i've
1: the eh taylor small batch that i've had is it's 35 40 bucks and i love it and i, I think it's terrific yeah. um and, and you you're going to compare it i think to 50 60 70 dollar bottles and go this is really good like mm-hmm. and really enjoy it but like you said if you spend 80 on it are you happy it's got a single barrel for 60 you know and, and we so, uh, I, we missed I, 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 out on so we went to a um like that I was saying that overnight thing and and we're waiting and there was a whole like debacle with people getting numbers a day in advance but Again, it goes back to, and again, I think it's ruining it personally, Um, but these guys were like bringing their wife and their friend over, and they're waiting for 18 hours, and they're going to get three tax at at retail. They're going to spend 99 bucks on each of them. They had Handy and uh, Weller. They had everything. Eagle Rare 17 Mm -hmm. for 99 bucks, and the guy's Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to sell them and make six grand. He's like, tell me I'm wrong. It's like, "Ah, I want to. Like, you're killing the whiskey thing, but I would have been like,
0: I would have literally told him, you're a dick. That's, That's what, what I, I would have said.
1: I was like, you suck. Like, you are ruining this for everybody else. And he goes, Well, I'm making six grand.
0: Was like, I, you I, know, what I would have said, Get a fucking um, better job than douchebag.
1: I know. I get it. But I, I again, it, I also think it is driven up by the people who are willing to pay those, those prices. Like, if yeah. people aren't willing to pay for it, like, you're not selling those for that kind of money.
0: It's a collection of people who suck. It is. It
1: really is. Like, drink coffee. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, and I, honestly, I I can't really blame people for selling a bottle that much, if they know they're going to make that much money on it, because like, if you can sell a bottle and cover your mortgage for the month, like honestly, how can you pass that up? And it's not something that I think people do all the time, but like if someone gets a warehouse C and they, and they pay, uh, say $100 for it, 120 bucks, and they turn, turn around and sell it for three grand, 2,500 bucks, and they're paying for Christmas for their kids or something like that. I mean, I know. How, how can you blame them? Like, it's it's not good for whiskey. like It's no. not good, but at the same time, it's like, how can you blame them for for, for doing shit like that? I know people <laughs> will do that and it's like, how can sure. you blame them? And I'm
1: not going to do it, and I'm not I'm not going to sell them like that, and I'm not going to buy them like that.
2: Right, but if that's Same. your
1: if that's your thing, like, hey, I, again, I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a customer of yours, um. So you're not gonna get like an exuberant amount of money from me for that bottle. Um, uh, it's just right. not worth it for me, because again, I'm gonna go back to that at the end of the day, it's really good bourbon, and I'm just not willing to to pay that markup for it when I know how much yeah. it costs. It costs you a night of waiting in line, like. But I got you know I got a bottle of Rock Hill Farms for you know fifty three bucks. Super and excited look, for that. Yes. Yeah,
0: super that, excited for Now that is that. some delicious shit. Let me tell you, but, Rock Hill Farms is unreal.
1: And you see people are selling it for a ton more. It's like, I want to drink it. Like, I want to, I want to, like, open it up and yeah. drink it and enjoy because it. Cause
0: I think real whiskey, I think real whiskey people, right? Like the, the real whiskey people like us, we're not buying a bottle and seeing a dollar sign on it. We're buying no. a bottle and saying, I want to try that spirit because I know what's in that is worth my time to consume, yep. right? I think that you have yeah. two different, I think you have multiple people in the whiskey world. I think you have the people like us who get a bottle because they value what's in it. Mm -hmm. what you're going to taste the, the dedication it took to make that and how long it took and how good it's going to be. I think you have people who on the flip side are only in it for the money. They're the assholes that only see dollar signs with bottles, right? Like it's the same thing. I look at them like, uh, um, uh, um, I look at them like, like ticket scalpers, Mm -hmm. right? like scalpers. Yeah, and then concept. I think you have the people in the middle who don't know what they don't know. They think that bottles actually cost, you know, 800, 900, a thousand dollars and they just need to do it. And the only way to get it is because of that. Right. I think that you have those three different people in there and maybe you throw like a fourth thing in there of just like the Uber rich people that are, don't care what it is, but I it think that's matter. more, yeah. more rare than, than mm-hmm. that. But those are kind of the three people in whiskey and you're right, Tony. Like, we are going to drink the bottle because we love it. We're not going to drink it because we can, because of what we're, what we're thinking we can get for it or yeah. or anything like that. You know, you see that bottle on the shelf and it's for MSRP. You're excited because you want to not only that, but you want to share it with people. Exactly. And have yeah. an experience yeah. around it. Right. And that's kind 100%. of what I think separates a lot of people in the whiskey world. The, the ones that are seeing good bottles that they want to have an experience around with people. And then the ones that just think that they can sell it.
2: That's where I buy all my bottles is because like, like when I bought, I mentioned Stag Junior cause I just, I, as we, the, when we're recording this, I just got it a few days ago and it's the first time I've ever saw it. And I bought it for 50 bucks and I was, yeah. it, it was zap, I was like blown away. And it's like, the first thing I thought of was I can't wait to have a pour with this with my brother or I can't wait yeah. to have this with my friends. And I can't wait to, you know, do this on the podcast and do all these other things. And it's like, that's the, that's what was, that is what whiskey is for. That yep. is like what the experience is for is in my mind. And I think like people like us to, to have that experience with like tasting this whiskey that is so rare, so hard to find, so coveted. And it's like, now I get to share this experience. Not only, Not only do I get to taste it, but I get to share this experience. And the best part going back to everything didn't break the bank on it, but there's those right. people that are, they're going to see a warehouse C for 3 grand and and like just buy it cuz it's 3 grand. My question for both of you guys is what's the bottle that you've seen in person that was priced so so ridiculously that you just like almost laughed. I mean, I've had um, many.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, what? For, for for some reason around here the ones that I I seem to I mean, obviously like the Pappies and stuff like that that are Yeah nobody's going to buy it and if they do like they're just they're going after the sucker for it but um there's i've seen the wellers go for quite a bit around here um you know the weller 12s going for 500 bucks and the, you know the, the cypb and uh in single barrel you know 12 13 1500 bucks it's
2: like crazy it's because, insane
1: because here's my other thing and this is like okay for this is just my what i would the way i think of it is everybody knows Pat right? Like everybody knows what Pappy is. So if they see it and they go, Hey, it's, that's four grand. And like, I'm going to buy that. Cause it's $4,000. I've never seen it before, but I do feel like Weller from people who are not like into whiskey, that's not on the same level as, as the Pappy, as the Van well, Bland's like, is
0: that Bland's is becoming the same way. Bland's the yeah. same way. Right. But like
1: the, the market for Blends, like, yeah, you might see for two or 300 bucks. Let's but be honest. Weller,
0: allocated, allocated yeah. whiskey is across the board is starting to become like that.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. But like Weller, I think I feel like Weller single barrel, like you at least have to be into whiskey to be aware of Weller single barrel and like the rarity that it's, it's not everywhere. You're not just going to walk in and find it. And so to mm-hmm. go in and spend fourteen fifteen hundred dollars 1500 on it, like, I think at that point you are kind of aware that that's tremendously. But it's not,
0: bottom. it's not yeah. that much. For, it, the, the bottle itself is not worth fourteen or $1,500. No. So it's, it's not no. that much of a bottle. It's, no. it, 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 I, don't I, I don't know. I could just get on a tangent about overpriced whiskey. It's ridiculous. I'd rather go buy a bottle of Old Elk. Yeah. Uh, they're the Old sure. Elk small batch sour mash that they had that they did like 90 barrels of. I would put it against any Pappy Van Winkle and you get it for 90 bucks. Yeah. And I, I was saw against once, Pappy.
2: I saw once um, <clears throat> at a store. This was in Newport, Rhode Island. They were selling a bottle of, um, Sazerac rye for $350. It's the most ridiculous
0: bottle I've ever seen in my entire I life. I can find that. So if I go to Western Kentucky, I can find... I can find like, re, like Baby Saz or regular Saz? Baby, no, no. Baby Saz. Oh, baby Saz, baby Saz, Saz I, I can mean, go find on the shelf for $27. Like that. Yes. Yeah, it's not. So can I? Right, literally right down the road. I don't think it's that good. I'll be honest with you. I don't think it's Saz okay. is that good. It's okay. It's great for 22 it's, bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. Not, yeah. not more. It's, 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 not a, it's not even a $50 bottle of whiskey. No. No. No,
2: not even. It's a mixer, I it. um, and I, I can drink it straight. But I use it. I don't. Mix, I that's... think it's better than a mixer, but I don't. <laughs> no, think no. It's, you're no. right. You're right. I regretted it's, that as soon as I said it. It's not. It's it's better than a
0: mixer, but it is definitely yeah. not crazy but like I'll, that.
1: Like I'll give you. i this. I'll give you an example. Like for me personally, like you were mentioning, I I love like sharing it with my friends that are into whiskey. I think that's the most fun. Like I can sit here and drink it by myself and be like, "Shit, like that's good. <laughs> I did mm-hmm. that." But yeah. like I do, I want to bring my friends over that are into it. Because again, like I do have my whiskeys that like, unless I know you're into it, um, you're not going to, you're probably not going to try this, right.
0: no, you it. know, yeah. like
1: yeah. go ahead and try some of these. You want to try blands, even though you're not really into whiskey, but you've seen it like, sure. I'll give you some blends. Um yeah. But like, again, there's some others. And so I had, I tried some EH Taylor barrel proof and, and I, I liked it and I thought oh. it was good. I thought it was good. Um, But I got a bottle at, and like a total wine raffle at 70 bucks. And oh my again, God. Like, for wow. me personally, like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to flip it. Um, and so people mm-hmm. were like, man, you can get a lot of money for that. I'm like, "Yeah, I could also drink it. And then, so I'm good with that. Yep. Um, but it, there's a dude that I knew that was dying to find it. And he got me, um, he he sent me a Blanton's gold and a Blanton straight from the barrel for, for the uh, the barrel proof um, E.H. Taylor. You I'm won like, that yes, trade. A hundred percent. And yeah. again, I, I can have my friends over that are into it. And we got three Blanton's. Like regular and the the gold and the straight from the barrel, and and drink them next You won that trade. And that's a blast. Versus having one bottle that is good. It's it's a great bottle. Like, don't get me wrong.
2: Yeah. Honestly, one of my favorites.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Blanton's Gold is a completely different animal than regular Blanton's. So is SFTV. It's not the same, right? Like, I think regular Blanton's is way too overhyped. It's a decent bottle. Like, I was really into it. I think it's a good starter whiskey. It's not worth a hundred bucks or more. No, like, I no. If you have a store pick, I'll pay like 75 bucks for it. Cause it's, it is different. It's a different iteration of it. But I mean, what Blanton's is going for now is nuts, but Blanton's gold is completely different. Like I will mm-hmm. always go by like, when I go to the UK, I'll always seek out a bottle of that. And look, it's like 140 bucks us, but it's MSRP for over there. Yeah. And I'm good with that. And the other thing too,
1: is like, it's just, that's a fun again like i don't care who you are like it's it is fun it's a we'll call it a flex but it's fun to like throw it out there and be like hey i've got three different blends if you want to come over and try them you know and like guys that are into whiskey that have never had gold never had strength from the barrel it's like whether it's a flex or it's just fun or you get to see your friends like enjoy it like
0: that bottle that gold bottle is cool as shit to dude see, it like, is come rich. on the show, right like that gold yes. horse makes it like hey check this out we're gonna drink this tonight yeah, mm.
1: Crack, cracking that open with my friend, he's like locked into it. Watch, it open it up. I'm like, yep, this is why you do
0: it. What's, but yeah. what's your, um, what's your top three whiskeys right now?
1: Um, so I again, like, I loved, I loved the, um, the 17 year Balvenie Wild Turkey Master's Keep. Love that one. Um, I so my one bottle that I was dying to find that again, like. I don't know that I even know why I was trying to find it, um, but I just was—I was like infatuated with it, and I'd seen it a couple of places that were like you know maybe triple MSRP, um, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, was the Elijah Craig eighteen, uh, and I found yeah. it—I found it at retail. I think it was like one fifty-five. Um, Jumped at it, and I loved it. I, I was—I um, was so happy with that bottle. That was one that I was just—I was ecstatic about. Um, man, third one, like a, like a higher, higher end type one, or just like a daily.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter what you it doesn't matter. Three favorites.
1: I'll tell you right now. Truthfully, I love this. I'm a big, this is what I'm drinking right now. Um, Maddie Gladden from spirits of French lick. I love this one. I think this is outstanding. Mm. Um, I'm a big fan. Uh, it's a high, it's a high rye bourbon, like 35% rye. And it's got like a nice, mm. like dark fruit to it. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan. Um I I love Frey Ranch. Um I I used to drink shitty whiskey with the owner of of Frey Ranch in college. We were we went to college together, I didn't even realize it. And he sent a couple bottles out that were terrific. Um, uh, you know, they're making all their stuff there and um really like their stuff. And then there, I think there's a lot from like MGP that, you know, again, whether it's a.
0: MGP makes a shit ton of whiskey that people drink and they don't even realize it. So dude, much.
1: And, and there's some really, really good whiskey. I promise
0: 100%. you have drank more MGP whiskey than anything else.
1: 100%. And it's good. Like, I don't care what anybody says. When people go, oh, it's made in Indiana, like, I'm not drinking this. Like, okay, dork. Listen, here's the thing. It's still good whiskey.
2: <laughs> you loser. like it.
1: Yeah, it's really good whiskey. Um, MGP
0: and Green River.
1: Yes, dude, it's. Like, I, I really
0: doing, like Penelope. they're doing almost all of that shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, I like I like Penelope a lot. I think they're making good stuff.
0: I
2: yeah. got that
1: one. I got the, the barrel strength, the single barrel, the rose uh, rose. Dude, I love it.
2: You got all of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think it's delicious. Um,
2: I, like yeah, Good people over there, too. Great people. Yes. Over at Penelope.
1: My, Michael and Danny are beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, great people the fray ranch has an oat that it's an oat whiskey that's really good oh wow um,
0: yeah five grain
1: oh i got a uh, indigenous Seven rye green. indigenous rye from starlight and it's uh oh. it's ridiculous um mm. there's a and we got a single barrel old old forester single barrel 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 strength that is those just, are good those are good
0: it's it's i got it's, a store it, pick it, I got a store pick of one of those, and it's delicious. It's truly, it's inappropriate how good it is. It's it's spicy though. It's It'll oh yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's one of those that'll put you on your butt when mm-hmm. you're not expecting. Quick. You stand up and you're like, oh shit! Like mm-hmm. I should not be drinking 129 proof whiskey all night. This is a yeah. bad decision. Put some hair on your chest quickly. Hey, he's yeah, he's got enough hair on his chest. He doesn't need. I that. do. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: I, I believe it. I
1: like. uh What else is? I mean, I do like Irish whiskeys. I'm a big Irish whiskey fan. Um, uh, yeah, um, I'll proper number 12 yep um i i said this and i openly hate it um and then conor mcgregor scares me but i i don't like it i love i love <laughs> Teeling. Teeling's like I, yeah. I think Teeling's making great stuff um klana kilty was one that i had on my podcast and they're they're making great stuff um you know but you find this At- like irish is the same thing like a lot of it's yeah. getting sourced from like their version of mgp you know, mm-hmm. from I think Middleton's making a lot of it for everybody. And it's just I guess it's just good. Like if you like it, drink it.
2: Yeah. yeah. One of my it's first whiskeys I ever got. Mean anything. Yeah. What yeah, it doesn't. One of the first whiskeys I ever got, it was actually given to me because it was already a little bit opened that I thought was like, Holy shit, I have this was Bushmill's six. Yeah. This day I don't drink, it's actually at the back of my whiskey cabinet right now. But um to this day, it's one of my favorite Irish whiskeys that I've that I've had, and it's not. There's nothing like overly great about it, but a lot of a lot of the times with whiskey, it's like I love this type of I love X Y Z whiskey because of where I tried it or the experience I had with it. Because yeah, there, I, I, I have so many whiskey, like Bullet Bourbon is not the best whiskey in the world. It's oh. just not, and I don't even particularly enjoy it that the much. Fans all the of time.
0: Yellowstone know what Bullet Bourbon is now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they sure do, and that was the whiskey that got me into whiskey and i I just like if I always like it always catches my eye on the shelf, it always you know I always almost gravitate towards it and someone's like, "Oh, I got a little bit of bullet it's like shit i I could really go for some bullet, and that's just because like when I think of bullet, I think of getting into whiskey, and I think of the excitement I had so yeah there's a lot of different things that go, and like the same thing with bushmill sixteen I remember it was the bottle that's like Holy shit! I have a bottle of sixteen year Irish whiskey, and I didn't pay um, anything for it. Like, holy crap! This is a hundred something dollar bottle, blah blah blah. And it's like, it's nothing in particularly excellent, but it's mm-hmm. I love it because of what of the of the memories it, I, I associate with it.
1: If if you're at like a uh, like a just a regular bar, you know, like nothing like not a, not a good whiskey bar that's got like you know right. some, some whiskey that you'd really go like I want that neat you know I dig that one um, what are you going with are you you're going bullet
0: uh I'll I... go like makers like yeah. that's kind of my default yeah, I like if I, I so even like when I'm traveling or something like that and I I want something you can get those small like makers bottles yeah. I'll go get a small one like that and I'll drink that neat Cause yeah. it's sweet like it's it's good right it's not not it's not gonna, it's not one that's going to put you on your butt mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It, I see. That's where like different palettes come into play. Cause I'm a huge weeded, uh, weeded bourbon guy. Like, like you said, my, I love Elijah Craig barrel proof is one of my favorites. I like larceny barrel proof more. Um, but I'm not a particularly bigger, a big fan of maker's mark, which really surprised me. I don't know why. I just, I can't lie to myself. I just don't particularly enjoy it much, Bullet's probably the best one I had. Um, uh, is by the, the time of recording, this was my, my sister's 21st birthday this past weekend. And one of the bars by me had a a Weller green label on the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I was already like three or four. I was drinking whiskey sours all night. I was like three or four whiskey sours deep. And I was like, I'll have a neat pour of Weller, of Weller special reserve. Not a great idea, but tasted good. Mm -hmm. Um, I was surprised that they had that on the shelf. It was very, it was like eight bucks a pour. It was something. I was at a real bourbon bar when he was doing that. Yeah, I sent you pictures. I m- I remember Paul. This is totally off topic. <laughs> you can cut this if you want. But <laughs> um, you sent me a picture of your smoked old fashioned. I was like, is that a White Russian?
0: <laughs> I was like, I was like, we're not friends anymore. This is I thought done. it was.
2: No I was more. dude. I was so twisted. I was like, I had just had. Connor's
0: gonna come to Lexington one day and just literally just be blown away by the whiskey. Oh, yeah. here. Just be like, what the fuck
2: one of my favorite I, bars in the area has has like the best whiskey they have is actually probably bullet so to answer your question uh tony probably bullet for me if just um, something quick on the shelf but um go ahead i didn't mean to interrupt you
1: oh uh, no i i like i i never really i not mean, I like bullet um i don't have anything against it like i'll drink it but like mm. you know think about when you're on an airplane and it's like maybe some woodford maybe like that's mm. you're hoping for it but you know yeah. it's like like makers jack jim like i like makers i mean i'll drink it um it's not my favorite like i do like i said earlier i like those like the special edition ones um but i'll drink it but if i'm going like a standard bar like i'll probably go jameson and ginger ale everybody's gonna have jameson um, yeah uh, even before just a standard bourbon just for me
2: personally um whiskey yeah. sours with bullet is what i was drinking this weekend and yeah Those hit hard because the bullet's a higher rye, so you can really taste like that that spicy that spicy bourbon note, so like a like a spicy vanilla almost. Really good. That's what I if I ever get a whiskey sour, I'm like make it with bullet, please.
1: Yeah, if they like if there's a uh, if there's a rye, I'll go an old fashioned with
2: a rye. But absolutely, yeah, yeah. What were you getting with your rye this weekend, Paul? I didn't have your rye, aka uh, rye, aka White Russians yeah no it was i don't know i we kind of got whatever the
0: house whiskey was with that it was a whiskey bar so i wasn't really worried about what the house
2: whiskey was yeah probably something out of this world
0: i'll tell you one of the best ones
1: i've had recently was cedar ridge um out of iowa they've got a single mall yeah the show. we had, the, we had yeah.
0: yeah we had them on the show last year like that was one of the first distilleries we had they were really good
1: did you have murphy quint mm-hmm. dude phenomenal dude first of all yeah um that but you know they did the slipknot and the slip knots like it's not a uh, it's not like a cheesy celebrity one like it's actually really good um but that single malt to me was incredible like i loved that single malt
0: tony yes this was fun yeah we it's finally good. we finally did it we finally did it it finally happened this was a good one finally before alive Finally not yes. alive, I guess is the way, uh, give yeah. everyone, uh, where they can find you on the, uh, social medias. Uh,
1: my, okay. So like my podcast, uh, is barrel proof baseball. Uh, it's kind of, you know, throwing out the, uh, the barrel proof from whiskey and there's like a baseball theme to it. I don't know. Good, bad, whatever. Great.
2: great name. Um, great name.
1: Thanks. Uh, barrel proof baseball on Instagram. And then my personal one is 19 T cap with two P's, um, yeah, Twitter, Facebook, all those things just for my own. Uh, I don't have any of the other ones, but yeah, YouTube, Spotify, Google, Apple, all those for the for the podcast. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We might have to do this again sometime. Yeah, Maybe I'm we'll have to do one when we talk about the uh, the secondary market, because I feel like that was one we could have gotten on an hour-long tangent about. Yes, it is.
1: We could go a long time on that one for sure. I agree.
0: We definitely could. Yeah. We definitely could. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of Bourbon with Friends. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. While you're at it, leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at podcast. Thanks for listening.